see down into my garden and in the middle sits my cat. It's a tabby cat with white socked feet and she's staring into the brush towards the back ignoring the creature that is hovering above her about four feet above her and the creature is flapping wings at say 40 beats per second and motionless despite gusts of wind that perpendicularly traverse the garden my cat ignores this being in the air four feet above her probably because she thinks it's some sort of a bumblebee, sort of a bumblebee or a butterfly, or a butterfly. She, ignores she ignores insects, insects. and only goes after only goes vertebrates but this hummingbird sits there suspended in the air for at least a minute and it's like a still frame And then finally it zigzags away. The house I moved into in December of 2019 has really just a magical backyard. And at first when we got there, you know, it was in the middle of winter and we thought it was mostly dying weeds and bushes due to years of neglect from the previous owners. As it turns out, the owners before the previous owners had lived there for quite a long time and spent the bulk of their retirement planting and pruning the backyard so when spring came around we saw this transformation and the backyard turned into a veritable rainforest with you know sorry I had to go get my cats anyway it turned into just this lush hyper colorful vegetation that nearly took over the backyards of my neighbors to the left and the right with flowers of the like I've never seen with designs super ornate super ornate just I'm doing a bad job of explaining it but it is fantastical and so it wasn't long after that I noticed the backyard was always filled with hummingbirds. And when I say filled, I mean there's usually three to four hummingbirds darting around the top of the canopy of the vegetation. You know, and as a kid, I might see the occasional hummingbird at the feeder outside my family's kitchen window, but never in my life have I had the pleasure of constantly observing three to four of them zipping and stopping back and forth, drinking the nectar of these flowers that were planted several decades ago by people I will never know. And it is wonderful. Cue the rabbit hole. Hummingbirds physically are impressive. I mean, they have been clocked to have a wing flapping frequency of up to 80 beats a second. Their metabolism is insane and one of the highest 
metabolisms of all vertebrates. Their heart rate can get up to 1200 beats per minute. Your heart rate's probably around the 80s right now, maybe maybe the hundreds depending on what kind of stimulants you have in your body. And if it gets to the 200s, 250s, you're going to meet your maker. Anyway, hummingbirds, it's not exactly sure because their bones are so thin and fragile where they come from, but the thought is they originated somewhere in the Andes Mountains, and that's about 20 million years ago. 20 million years ago before that, there was a mutation in a taste receptor that triggered the divergence. So hummingbirds are nectarophores, you've heard of carnivores, omnivores, nectarophores. And that's what they live off of. They have an additional type of cell in their retina. Whereas humans have three types of cone cells, they have four and they can see things on the ultraviolet spectrum. For instance, if a human may see a yellow flower, the hummingbird may see the yellow flower, but also with a bullseye pattern. And it makes you wonder, well, it makes you wonder how their reality differs from yours. I mean, what does my yard look like to these things? What is hiding in plain sight all around us that we can't see? And it's not just about sight, it's about all five of the senses. I mean, elephants produce two-thirds of their sounds at frequencies that humans can't hear. A cat can listen to things at octaves three times wider than humans and only requires a sixth of the amount of light to see in the dark as a human does. And these are just a couple examples of how things experience the world vastly different from us. But these are only comparisons to ourselves, comparisons born out of human intelligence. And the world rather exists in a completely different and imperceivable way to each creature. So it not only makes me question what it means to be where I am, say in my backyard or my living room, but also the differences in perceptions between creatures or even the micro differences between, say, my wife. Anyway, the world is a black box defined by another really small box called human intelligence that measures everything against what our narrow, sensical ranges can perceive. Our reality is one, in fact, of a myriad realities that we will never actually know. Which means, in a way, that the Chronicles of Narnia is real. I mean, you get what I'm saying, right? It's not actually real, but... some stuff out there. Night.